0: Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries.
1: Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm here with the one and only Molly Birnbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids.
0: Why, thank you. And I'm here with Mitzi, an oven mitt, my right-hand gal and co-host on the show. Get ready for a brand new week of exciting facts and recipes, where we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together.
1: This week is really special, but we can't tell you why until we play Guess the Ingredient and Guess This Week's Theme.
0: Gah! I'm so excited! Me too, Mitzi. After we all find out what's special about this week, it's time for The Scoop, where our junior field reporter, Champ, will be interviewing a new culinary sensation.
1: And finally, we'll hear from young chefs like you about what they've got cooking up at home in What's Cooking!
0: And remember, each week's theme will all be used to make our grand finale mystery recipe cook-along. So far, we have eggs and vegetable oil. Are you guessing along with us at home?
1: Ugh, I can't take it anymore! I have to tell them,
0: Mitzi. We have to let Zoe guess. Ah, I can feel it coming.
1: Just quick, cut to the theme song. This week is a rip. Looks good. I bet it tastes good.
2: Ooh! <laughs> That's
1: dumb. That's
2: dumb. Mystery recipe.
1: You cut me off just in time, didn't you?
0: I think we did. I didn't realize how excited you were. Me either, Molly. Oh, I feel better now,
1: though. Occasionally, when you have a secret, you just have to shout it violently
0: someplace no one can hear you. Well, not no one. My ears are still ringing.
1: Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I'm gonna let you take it from here while I go lay down for a minute. Sometimes it just hurts to know things, you know? All this secret-keeping takes a
0: lot out of me. All right, it's time for Guess the Ingredient. I'll play some sounds, and you at home get to try and guess what ingredients will be our theme for this week. Are you ready to play? Here we go. What? This is a tough one, huh? That's all we get for mystery sounds, but I will give you a hint. This week's theme will seem very familiar if you listen to our show last season. So, with that hint and those sounds, any guesses what ingredients we'll be talking about this week? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Zoe. Hi, Zoe. Hi, Molly. I'm so glad to have you back for another week of Guess the Ingredient. Again, we're going to listen to a bunch of sounds and we're going to have you make some educated guesses like you do so well. So should we start with the first sound? Let's listen.
2: Let's go. With the first sound, I was it was a little weird at first because it sounded like something being swirled around and then I saw, and then I've heard like the sound of metal hitting metal. And so I realized like that's something in a mixer.
0: Mm, a mixer. It's So I love that you can hear the sound of metal. What does metal sound like to you?
2: Oh, no, it sounds like when you have a triangle and you hit it against itself, except longer and quieter.
0: Okay, I like that. Really close detail.
2: Maybe if we have a mixer and eggs, and veggie oil. Are we making a cake?
0: <laughs> Can't get too ahead of yourself, Zoe. We're not guessing the recipe. <laughs> We're just guessing the ingredient. Let's listen to the second
2: sound. Okay, so it was like, like scissors when you cut through paper without actually pulling the scissors down and you kind of just drag them through the through the paper and they cut. That's what it sounded like to me.
0: Like wrapping paper?
2: Yeah. It reminded me of like, I don't know, maybe parchment paper or something. Because like you put the parchment paper down and when you crease it, it makes a similar sound.
0: Okay. So it definitely sounded like paper to you.
2: Yeah. What other things involve paper
0: when it comes to, to food?
2: Hmm. Maybe like if you wrap something, but what would you wrap in paper? Or a sheet of something.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: All right. Well, let's move on to the next sound. Maybe that'll help me more.
0: All right. Let's do it.
2: Okay. So that sounded like maybe like using a shaker or something. Like that reminded me of putting sprinkles on ice cream. Like when you shake the shaker of sprinkles upside down.
0: Mm-hmm. Best thing to do ever.
2: Or maybe salt.
0: That's true. I'm going to give you and our listeners some hints to help you guess. This ingredient, or one of these ingredients, is one of the most common ingredients in the world. You eat it, even if just a little bit of it, at every single meal. This, or these, ingredients last forever. One of these ingredients can be made from cane or beets. Oh, sugar! Exactly. Sugar is one of this week's special ingredients.
2: Hmm. Maybe honey? Because I know honey lasts forever. But did you hear any honey sounds? Yeah, you're right. That's what was confusing. So
0: sound number one, if we go back to that, it wasn't quite a mixer, though you were really close, because there is that metallic sound was right on. But that was actually sugar being poured into a bowl. So what you heard was sugar hitting a metallic bowl. Oh. And then the second sound, there was paper involved, but it wasn't parchment paper. It was actually the sound of opening a sugar packet, like the kind you would have at a coffee shop or a diner to pour into coffee.
2: Ah.
0: And then the last sound, do you remember what the last sound sounded like?
2: Like something shaking.
0: Is it salt? It is. It is salt. This week is Salt and Sugar Remix Week, because as you remember, Zoe, last season we covered both of these ingredients, but they're so important, they're back for round two, so we decided to pair them up. (laughs)
1: Listeners and chefs of all ages, welcome to Salt and Sugar Remix Week!
0: (laughs) Yeah, Mitzi's a little excited about this one.
1: Just a little! The ingredients so nice, we had to do them twice. That's rice. No, it's not. It's salt and sugar. I just got caught up in the rhyme. Hi, Zoe. Hi, Mitzi. Molly, what a relief that everyone knows now. How exciting is this? Yes, we covered both salt and sugar in our last season. But since they're both important parts of our season two mystery recipe, we are bringing them back. And combining them in this special remix week.
0: That's right, Mitzi. It's salt and sugar remix week. All this week, we'll be bouncing back and forth between these two kitchen staples, and we'll pay some special attention to how and why salty and sweet are often used together. Zoe, thank you so much for playing Guess the Ingredient with us. We'll hear from you again next week.
2: I'll see you later. Two
1: ingredients in one week. I'm not ready.
0: Well, you better get ready because it is time for our next segment. Champ is back with the scoop. Can you hear me, Champ? Loud and clear, Molly. Champ's here at the Test Kitchen today to interview a standout star from last season.
3: Oh, stop it. Standout star? I can't. Hi, Molly. Hi, Mitzi. Hi, One Pot.
0: That's right. Champ is here to talk to last season's mystery recipe,
3: the one-pot pasta. (laughs) Woohoo! I'm just grateful to be here.
4: You're so sweet.
3: Not that sweet, just a pinch of sugar, remember? (laughs) Oh, stop. Oh, stop. This is going to be so fun.
4: We'll be right back with that
0: interview on The Scoop. Thanks, champ. But first, a word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. Hey, grownups. If there's one thing every kid loves, it's snacks. And with Kroger's grocery pickup service, it's easy to keep your pantry stocked with the snacks your kids love. Like Kroger's original chipmate cookies. My daughter, Olive, is a big fan. So these are the original mini chipmates from Kroger. What does it taste like? Does it have, uh, yeah. what does it have? Yeah. Chocolate.
1: Chocolate.
0: Is it so yummy? With Kroger's pickup service, you can just shop online for groceries and pick them up at a store near you. To learn more, visit Kroger.com. Happy snacking. Mm. Should we do cheers? Cheers. Here. Yeah.
4: Cheers, Daddy. Cheers.
0: Hello, Mystery Recipe grown-ups. We want to tell you about the complete DIY cookbook for young chefs. Designed for kids ages 8 to 13, this cookbook is filled with recipes to make your favorite store-bought items from scratch at home. Since it's called the DIY Cookbook, our producer Chad tried to DIY our no churn ice cream recipe.
2: Okay, so I've gathered my ingredients here, which is really just various forms of dairy. I have my blender here. All right, so my heavy cream is whipped, and now I'm adding the rest of my various dairy products. Going to blend this one more time. And it's really just that easy looks beautiful. So I may not be a kid, but I do have the cooking skills of one. And I can say this was so easy. It came out absolutely delicious. And it's true that things do taste better when you do them yourselves.
0: You can find the complete DIY cookbook for young chefs on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. We are back, and it's time for The Scoop. Take it away, champ.
4: Thanks, Molly. Today, I'm here at the America's Test Kitchen, Test Kitchen, speaking to the star of last season, the delicious and approachable One Pot Pasta. Hi
3: there. Please just call me One Pot.
4: All right, One Pot. Can I ask you to introduce yourself for us, please?
3: Gladly. Let's see. I am a one-pot pasta, so that means you just use one pot to make the entire dish. Uh, I've got lots of great and delicious ingredients. Tomatoes, garlic, onion, the noodles, of course. The rigatonis, can't forget them. Oh, and salt and sugar, of course. What else do you want to know?
4: In case any of our listeners didn't catch last season...
3: Go listen! Just pause. Hit that little pause button there. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hit the pause button after the interview. But do go back and listen.
4: Yes, but for those listeners, can you explain a little more about how you can make an entire dish in one pot?
3: Sure! So it's not very common, but some recipes you don't need a ton of prep and effort in order to get just right. For me, you start in a big pot or a Dutch oven, something with lots of space for yummy sauce and noodles, and you start by making that tomato sauce. Once the sauce is good and cooking, you throw in the noodles and just the right amount of water and the noodles cook in the sauce itself. Bing, bang, boom, and voila, entire dish, one pot.
4: Super yummy dish, by the way. Speaking of, how has the reception been from the season finale?
3: Oh, just incredible, really. You know, I've been around for a bit before the podcast. America's Test Kitchen Kids was working on my recipe in, what was it, 2017? So I'm not brand new to the scene, but let me tell you, it has been something else since.
4: And why do you think that is? What makes One Pot such a fan favorite?
3: Well, like you said in your intro, I do think I'm approachable. You don't have to have a degree from culinary school to try making me. Here's a scoop for you, by the way. You don't need a degree from culinary school to try making anything! (laughs) But I'm a simple recipe. Not too many steps, not a lot of fuss. I think the fans really respond to that.
4: I think so too. So, what have you been doing since the season finale?
3: Oh, it's just been non-stop! I did the talk show circuit for a bit to try and promote the show. I did a little documentary feature, Small Pot, Big Dream... That was great. I'm working on a new album. Walt the Salt and I are putting a little something together. No, it's a little hush hush, of course, though. So shh I mean whoops! <laughs> you didn't hear it from me. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, the album and also just doing what I can to help out and give back to the community.
4: I love that. What do you mean by the community? Can you tell us what a community is?
3: Great question! Look at you, champ! Cut the junior! You are just a field reporter! (laughs) So, I I love this. So, a community is just a word for a group of people who either live together or have something in common. If you lived in a neighborhood with a bunch of houses that were all close together, all the people who live near you would be part of your community.
4: Great! Like your neighbors.
3: Right, exactly! But community can also be people who have something in common. There's a community of people here at America's Test Kitchen who love to cook and explore recipes and different ways to make food. That love of cooking is something that we all have in common. And so young chefs and kid recipe testers listening at home, and me and you and Molly, We are all part of the America's Test Kitchen community.
4: Amazing! So if you find other people who have something in common with you, you can create your own community.
3: You can, and it's such a nice thing! You can find or make community that has nothing to do with where you live, but is all about your shared love for something, or your heritage, or your special
4: skills. And so what did you mean when you say give back to your community?
3: Well, the America's Test Kitchen community has given me so much. This podcast has made me kind of a household name. (laughs) Would you believe it? I get letters and from all over the world. And I get to work on this album with Walt. Because the community has given me so much, I always try and give back
4: to the community. That makes sense. It's a two-way street. Your community supports you, and you support your community.
3: Yes, well said. Giving back is what makes communities so great. When you need help, or a friend, or a kind word, your community is there to lift you up and help you out. And so when you are feeling lucky, and things are going great, and you have an album coming out with Walt the Salt... It's nice to be the kind, encouraging, supportive voice for other people in your community. Take action and be there for them. Do for them what others have done for you, you know? For me, that's been all about educating the next generation. I'm doing free public speaking classes every Monday night and story time for the little ones on Wednesdays. Oh, and Walt and I are doing a ladle wash to raise money for the community center. It's great giving back.
4: And I've made so many friends doing it. I love that. I'm going to spend more time thinking about how I can give back to the different communities I'm a part of. You are
3: just the sweetest person. Ugh, this has been so much fun, but I do have to get going. There's just so many ways to be giving back these days.
4: Well, you heard it here first, folks. Today's scoop is that you can find a community of people who have something in common with you and who help support you and you can help support.
3: And I have an album
4: coming out soon with Walt
3: the Salt. Don't miss it.
4: Right. That too. Back to you, Molly.
0: Thanks, Champ, and thanks One Pot for that very sweet interview. Glad to be in a community of chefs and food lovers with everyone who listens to this show. Right now, it's time for us to lean on that community and hear straight from our young chefs with what's cooking.
1: Rub, 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 remix. I may have told Parker what was special about this week. remix. Wow, you sure love saying that, don't you, Parker? Do you know what the word remix means? Of course. It's
5: pretty simple. It's just,
1: well, it's more of a
5: mood than a word. It's like a vibe. Parker,
1: do you not know what the word means?
5: I maybe don't know what that word means.
1: Parker, listen, pal, it is a-okay to not know what something means, always and forever, never going to be a problem. I think it's even exciting to find a word that you don't know, but what isn't cool is pretending you know something you don't. It's not great to use words just because you hear other people saying them without knowing what they mean.
5: Oh, what should I have done instead, do you think?
1: I'm going to teach you my three all-time favorite words, Parker. Are you ready?
5: I'm so ready, I can't wait. Just three words,
1: here we go. My three favorite words are, I don't know. Oh, I already know those words. These three magical words are the key to being honest and open to learning. Whenever someone asks you a question and you don't know the answer, instead of making something up or pretending you know something you don't, just say, I don't know. But won't that make me sound like I'm not smart? Well, no. Uh, Molly, can you help me out here?
0: Of course, Mitzi. I love when I hear someone say, I don't know. To me, it means they're being honest and shows me that they want to learn. Saying, I don't know, or asking what a word means in a sentence, means that you're listening closely to what I'm saying and learning and growing your vocabulary and your skills. I think it's a great thing. Well then, you
5: know what? What? I don't know. Thanks for that. I will try to take that lesson with me. Great job there, Mitzi.
0: Speaking of, what does remix mean? Remix is a word that comes from music. It's when something like a song is updated from its original by adding, removing, or changing things. And this whole week for us will be a remix on salt and sugar weeks from last season.
1: Hooray! But we gotta get moving along with the episode. Parker, wanna tell us about the next segment?
5: For What's Cooking, listeners, we need your help. We want to know what's cooking in your kitchens. Ask your grown-up, to help you record a voice memo on a phone, tablet, or computer and have them send it in to us at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com.
0: That's right. We want to know your name, how old you are, and what you're making. It can be anything at all that you've been cooking up at home. Tell us about the ingredients, how you made it, and how it came out. And not just your
5: shining stars, either. We love hearing about recipes that maybe didn't go exactly to plan. Because it can be really fun when things go a little off track in a recipe. And you always learn something
1: from it. Each week, Parker and I will play some of your recordings on the show. So, grown-ups, send us those recordings to Testkitchen.com. Parker went through all your submissions, and this week, we have some great recipes and stories to share. Let's
2: hear them, Parker. Hi, I'm Lily and I'm six years old. I really like the money chicken that my mom makes. The money part is the tart and yogurt and it, and it tastes really good together. It makes that money chicken and the dazzle. I'm Layla, and I'm six years old. I live in Baltimore, Maryland and I like to cook sushi and pancakes. Hi, my name is Rachel. I'm nine years old and I live in North Carolina. Lately, I've been cooking dinner for my family like beef and broccoli stir fry, and I grilled lamb with my dad. For lunch, I've started making broth from scratch with things I find in the fridge. Some desserts I've been making lately are cupcakes, popsicles, and sugar cookies. I also made no big cheesecake jars with no help at all, and they were very good. I like to cook because I can be really creative and I feel comforted in the kitchen.
0: Great job to you both, and thanks to everyone who sent something in. We've got tons more coming up this season, and we're going to include as many of the submissions as we can, so keep listening if you didn't make it on this week. And grown-ups, it's not too late to send us your recordings.
1: Those sounded so good! Oh, We are so lucky to be part of such an awesome and diverse community. I agree, Mitzi. Um,
5: excuse the interruption, but what does... Diverse mean?
1: Parker, I am seriously so proud of you. See, asking about a word you don't know is so not hard. And it lets me know you are really listening to me. Yeah, that was pretty
0: easy, actually. Want to take this one, Mitzi?
1: I do. The word diverse means showing a lot of variety or being different. Having a diverse community means there are lots of different kinds of people who are a part of it.
0: All you need to be a part of the America's Test Kitchen community is a lover cooking, which gives so much room for so many different kinds of people.
1: I love that we can celebrate the things that make us different and learn about and from each other through food. Because we all have food in common but are different in so many other ways, this community is diverse. What a
5: great word. If I keep up all this I-don't-knowing, my vocabulary is going to be so diverse.
1: Oh, I am proud to be your manager, you brilliant square potholder.
0: Well, that's all for today, folks. Thanks for being a part of our community. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? So far, we've talked about eggs, vegetable oil, salt, and sugar.
1: If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're there, leave us a review. Until then... Keep,
0: Keep on, cooking. on
1: cooking!
0: Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Burnbaum, and I am a bottle of Heinz tomato ketchup. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a cupcake. Kaya Williams was the associate producer for this episode. She is a caramel brownie. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a salty sweet chocolate chip cookie. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's the cherry on top. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a fizzy drink. Our post-production supervisor is Gen Margolis, an artichoke. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also broccoli. Jack Bishop is the Chief Creative Officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a garden grown green zebra tomato. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our Senior Science Editor Paul Adams, Deputy Editor Kristen Sargianis, Executive Food Editor Susanna McFerrin, Assistant Editor Katie O'Hara, Senior Editor Afton Cyrus, test cook Andrea Vavgen, and test cook Cassandra Loftlin. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Neo Sihi, Zoe Bates, Brianna Maya, and Champ Hollins. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids.
5: What does chief creative officer mean?
1: Actually... I don't really know.